Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer requests, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. So today I want to talk to you about how to attack fear. How to attack fear. Somebody say, how to attack fear. Uh-huh. That fear that maybe you've struggled with or your spouse or your neighbor or somebody around you at work struggled with fear and struggled and struggled. Man, what do I do with this? Well, let's start off. Let's, let's talk about how to attack it today. Point one, apply faith. Apply faith, believe God. That's just, I'm restating the same thing, really. Apply your faith. Applying your faith is believing God. All right? Say, how do I do that? How do I do that? I mean, how is that even possible? Let's go to Mark 9.23. This is a good classic verse that Jesus spoke. Mark 9.23. Somebody was saying, you know, if, if you can, heal my child. And I'm not giving you the whole context here, but Jesus says, what do you mean if I can? That's powerful. I love this translation. He says, what, if you, what do you mean if I can? Anything is possible if a person believes. One translation says, all things are possible to him that believes. All things. Anything and all things are possible if a person believes. Now, that can be for negative things, too. Not just positive things. So if you believe something long enough and say it and live it and either believe it in faith or worry about it in fear, man, that, that thing can happen. It can. All things are possible to, to him that believes. But Jesus here is talking about a healing. And he says, what do you mean if I can? Anything. Somebody say anything. Anything is possible if a person believes. If it looks bleak, believe. If you don't know what to do, just believe. When you pray, believe. When you're tired, Believe. When you have to wait for an answer, how many of you are waiting for an answer right now? Raise your hand. Mm -hmm. You know my instructions to you from God are this morning? Believe. you got to wait, just believe. If you're in a trial, believe. If you're going through it, believe. If you feel like, man, I've been walking through quicksand. I've been in the valley of the shadow of death. Well, guess what? You don't have to fear any evil, the verse says, because God is with you. Just believe. You say, man, I've had a, a battle in my body. Two words, just believe. Let's go to Mark 5.35. So Jesus was in a crowd. He was headed to the leader of the synagogue's house. A lady had just gotten healed, okay? A lady had just gotten healed. He was headed to Jairus' house, the leader of the synagogue, who had a deathly ill child, a daughter. While he was still speaking to her, a woman who had just gotten healed, messengers arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the what? Of the synagogue. They told him, can you imagine? They didn't even soften the blow. They showed up in a crowd and go, your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now or the master. There's no use troubling Jesus now. Your daughter is dead. Can you imagine news like that? That must be the most staggering, most stunning, most shocking and surprising news in a, in a parent's life, in a person's life. Just real blunt. Real straightforward, hey, don't even bother Jesus. Your daughter's already dead. Like, let's just make funeral preparations. But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, I love this part, but 
But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just have faith. Just have faith. Jesus is like, you called on me. I'm headed that way. I'm headed that way in my own perfect time, and I'm going to bring glory to God now. Don't be afraid. Just have faith. Somebody, I feel like this is touching somebody's heart this morning. Look up here and say, I will not be afraid. Say, I will have faith. Let's say that again. Say, I will not be afraid. I will have faith. And some of you have been through some stuff, huh? There may be people in here who have lost children. There's been people who have battled through cancer. You've lost loved ones to cancer. You've struggled through jobs. Life has happened, and life happens every day. But just because life happens doesn't mean God is not faithful. If I've submitted my life to God, He's in control of my life. Now, there's things that happen I may not understand until I get to heaven. We've said that. We lost my mom recently to cancer. And man, she was a woman of God. She lived right. She was faithful to dad. She, she was just an amazing woman of God. And there's things about that we don't understand. We're going to be real with you. And you, all we can say is, God, we, we don't understand that. Why did that happen? But we trust you. We may not get an answer now. But I'm going to tell you something right now, and you need to let this soak into your spirit. Just because you don't have the answers and just because you do not know why does not mean you need to stop believing. You're not going to have the answers to everything. Simple, simply put like this, I don't understand how rockets shoot out into our atmosphere. I don't understand exactly how the propulsion systems take satellites out into our atmosphere. I don't understand that. I don't understand exactly how computers are made. I don't, I don't know it all. And I sure don't understand the way God's mind works. Although God lives in me by the Holy Spirit, Jesus lives in me, I don't understand everything. All I've been commanded to do is don't be afraid, just have faith. When you're tired, when you're worn out, when you've felt disappointed, when you've felt forsaken, felt, Jesus has never forsaken you, just felt. Just say, you know what, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to have faith because God is with me. And if God is with me and he is for me, who can be against me? Don't be afraid. Just have faith. Praise God. So point one today, again, I want you to see that point again. Point one today is apply faith. Apply faith. All right? Believe God. No matter what your situation is, you know what you're going through. Maybe you've shared it with me. Maybe you haven't. Maybe nobody knows about it. Maybe you've had a struggle in your mind with something. You've battled thoughts. Maybe you've struggled here and there, but that's okay because God is faithful and you're not going to stay there. Like what Pastor John said, Job went through it and that was a nine-month season. But you know the catch? Job kept praising God and believing. Read the story of Job. I'm actually reading through the story of Job right now. And his, Job's friend, friends didn't understand him. His wife, had just lost, they just lost all their children, so his wife told him, can you imagine a man of God having his wife say, why don't you just curse God and die now? It's almost like she was blaming him. She was bitter. She was hurt. She lost all those kids. All in one day, she lost all of her kids. Hard to blame her. She took it a little too far there, but man, she was just, and she didn't have what Job had. Job said, you know what? I heard today, was it chapter 12 or 13 of Job? He said, man, if the Lord kills me, I'll trust him. He said, even if he slays me, I will hope in him, one translation said. I don't care what God does, I'm going to trust him. Now, is that profound? 
He said, I don't, under, I don't understand it. It seems like I'm getting something I don't deserve. I don't get it, but I know God is faithful. And he was asking and praying for something that we have now, and that's Jesus, the advocate. You have Jesus now. And that same advocate that Job talked about, he said, I wish we had someone to stand between us and place a hand on us both. Guess what? That advocate came and he said, don't be afraid. Just believe. Don't be afraid. Just believe. That's point one today. How to attack fear. You say, man, I've been fighting fear. Apply your faith. Believe God. I do this all the time. Look at point two. I had seasons in my life where I forgot to do this. Believe it or not, I grew up doing it. I've had a habit of doing it. Sometimes if you don't do something, you forget about it. It stops being a habit. If you don't use it, you lose it, okay? So don't, don't lose it. Don't lose it. Speak the Word. What is the Word? Well, it's in your Bible. Speak the Word. Speak truth. The Word is perfect truth. Speak it every day. Line your words up with the Word. Don't contradict what God has said. Don't do it. Don't contradict what God has said. Make it a habit. All right? Let's go to Joshua 1.8. This is in the New King James Version today. Joshua 1.8. And the Lord's speaking to Joshua because he has, a, he has a lot on his plate. Moses has just died and Joshua has taken over. Moses is the, is the greatest prophet the world had ever seen. And he did miracles. He parted the Red Sea. God did it through him. But he brought water from a rock. He, God used him to bring plagues on Egypt to judge their gods, their false gods with a little g. This guy was amazing. Scripture says he was the most humble man on earth. And now he had died and, and God had told Joshua, you're going to take my people into the promised land. So how many of you know when God gives you a big assignment, sometimes fear comes with it, right? Sometimes you get a big assignment and you go, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? I've had that before. I had a little bit of that. When dad said, I'll never forget, July of 2013, he said, just keep preaching on Sundays. I'll preach whenever I want to, but you just go ahead. Take it all over. Go ahead. I went, oh, Jesus, bless the name of the Lord. I was excited and a little bit scared. It's like, man, I'd wanted this. I'd wanted this at this point because I'd been preaching it once a month, and then dad had me doing every other Sunday. And then all of a sudden, hey, it's yours, man. Let's go. Come on, preach. And pastor, come on, you and, you and Jen, let's go. Here you go. Praise God. Take authority. Go. Sometimes God gives you what you've been praying for, not just in this situation, in your situation. God gives you what you've been praying for, and there's a lot of responsibility with it. And you say, oh, my gosh, Lord, take it back. I didn't ever tell them that about pastoring you guys, I promise. But I had my questions and I had my trials, man. And you know what? I've learned to speak the word through all of it. Speak the word. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way, what? Prosperous, and then you will have good success. Let's go to the first part of that verse. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, meaning it always needs to be in your mouth. You need to be talking about it all the time. I like that translation. Be talking about it all the time. Sometimes I can't get all of it out. I just say, praise God. I just trust him because that's a command. In Psalms it says, man, praise you the Lord. Okay, praise God. Praise God. I'm going to do what this word says. I'm going to speak the word. Every day, do it like your life depends on it. Because you know what? Your life does depend on it. Your life, your longevity, your health, your prosperity, your relationship with God, your continued growing, 
relationship with God as you advance in the kingdom of God, it depends on what you have to say. So speak the word. Make it your lifeline. Make it your lifestyle. Make it a habit. Make it something that you can't live without. Speak the word. Speak the word. Point three this morning. Point three. Face the problem. Chances are the problem is your fear. It's fear of the problem. It's fear about the problem. How are we going to solve it? It's fear that there's going to be a problem. Face the problem. Turn around and face it. Don't run from it. You ever tried that? It's terrible, huh? So, man, I'm going to just hide. I'm going to just... I'm going to just hide. I'm going to lock myself in my house. That's terrible. Don't do that. Face the problem. Go to James 1.12. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Patiently endure. Life is full of stuff, man. There's temptation. There's trials. We live in an imperfect, fallen world. They say, man, why does God let this happen? God never wanted it to happen. Our ancestors chose this, and now we've got to live with the consequences. Some of your direct ancestors even chose it, huh? Some ancestors put a curse on us, not God. Scripture talks about it. Maybe they were in sexual sin. Maybe they were into alcohol and drugs. Maybe they were in something, and they brought a curse on the family. You're like, that's not my fault. But it's transferred through the blood and through lineage. And you say, man, we've got to break this curse. But God has provided a way. You cannot blame God. God has provided a way. He blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of what? The crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. I don't know about you, but man, we're going to put a, a crown of life on this bald head up in heaven. God's going to do it. And I don't know. I may get up there and y'all see me and you remember this message someday and I have hair like that. Look like Fabio. Welcome to heaven. I don't even know the guy's accent. It just sounded legit. Now, Lord, don't get me long hair like Fabio, but whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want, Lord, please, yeah. I can see my wife in heaven going, what did they do to you? <laughs> right. Let's start that verse over. Check this out. Check this out. God blesses those who patiently endured testing and temptation. Afterward. Somebody say afterward. Yeah, after you've endured, you will receive the crown of life. Wow, that God has promised to those who love him. God has promised me a crown of life. Yes, you too. A crown of life. You know what I'm going to do with that crown? I'm going to take it off and throw it at Jesus' feet like the elders did in Revelation. Say, God, I'm here because of you, man. This is awesome. Man, may there be jewels in my crown. May there be a crown of glory, Father God, and light and life. But let me put it before your feet, Jesus, because it's all you. You brought me here. You saved me. You rescued me. The finished work of the cross. So I've said all that to say face the problem. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let's say that together real quickly. Very good. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. All together now, go. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. One more time. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Face the problem. Your God is big. Scripture says in Psalms, magnify God. You say, well, I can't see God. Yeah, you see a universe and a world, though, that he created. He's big. Now magnify him. Talk big about him because he's big. 
Yeah, that translation says, because the Spirit, capital S, the Spirit of God, who lives in you is greater than the Spirit of the enemy who lives in the world. That's powerful. That is in 1 John 4, 4. Face the problem. Don't run from it. I'm going to tell you right now, many times you face the problem and it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. Many times when you face the problem, God gives you grace to face it, doesn't he? You face it and you go, now that I'm here, I'm not scared. Now that I'm here, I'm not worried anymore. It's right here. It's staring me in my face. It's this person I've been dealing with. It's this issue. It's this debt. It's this problem at the bank. It's this, that, or the other, whatever it is. You face the problem now. But greater, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Face the problem. And point four, point four, check this out today. This is so important. This goes along with coming to church on a Sunday or Wednesday, also being in a small group, a connect group. Be around people of faith. You want to attack fear? Be around people who believe and speak the word and are doing these other things and praying and reading their Bibles. Be around people of faith. Let's go to Hebrews 10.25. Hebrews 10.25. And let us not neglect our meeting together. You want to hear that hood style? Church style? Modern church style? Don't skip church. Modern English style is don't skip church. If you can be at church, be at church. Let us not neglect our meeting together. Don't skip connect group. If you can be there, be there, as some people do, but encourage one another. Why? Because Especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. A connect group, church, on Sunday, Wednesday night, church events, that's to encourage you, and keep you connected. Godly friends, this can save your life. It can strengthen your faith. It can encourage you. Hang around with people of faith. Let's go through our points real quick and then we're going to pray. Apply faith, believe God. Speak the word. Face the problem and be around be around people of faith. Be around people of faith. You've got to. You've got to be around them. You've got to choose your relationships well. You've got to choose your friends well. Why? Because you are the average of I believe how many people is it? The five people you hang around with the most. Some of you are like, man, I hang around with my cat and my baby daughter more than I hang around with. <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> Just a thought. And sometimes a mom is raising a baby, so she's had to hang around that baby a lot. Mamas are always with their babies. But remember, you're the average of the five people you hang around with most at work, whatever. Be around People of faith, your connect group, people here at church, come serve, come volunteer, come be around. That's what we got that coffee room for, for you to hang out before and after church. That's why we have a lobby for it, for you to hang out before and after church. That's why you have cell phone numbers, so we can hang out before, during, and after church, all right? You can text each other. This is how you attack fear. Stay connected. Stay in the Word. Speak the Word. Got a new song I want you to hear. It's new to me. But go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes this morning.